You're listening to The Fashion Detour, a show that provides insights into the minds of creatives within the fashion industry. My name is Michal Goldfein, and I'm sitting down with the creators to talk about their processes, their inspirations, and lessons they've learned along the way. because this week we have a special guest. Her name is Sippy Gross, and she is the owner of Hava Tribe. How are you? Yeah, hi. Thank you so much for having me. So much fun. Yes. So uh, can you tell me what inspired you to start your brand? Okay. So basically I had a baby. I had a baby, and my sister was pregnant. She was here visiting me, and I was just postpartum and I was like okay this is not working like I cannot find anything to wear as a nurse because my my line is for nursing mothers so I was like this makes absolutely no sense that there's no like modest clothing and my sister who's about to have a baby is like oh my gosh that's insane like what am I going to wear and she's like really into fashion so we were like we have to do something about this so we had talked for like years about starting a fashion company we started a couple different things here and there and like nothing ever took off and then we're like okay this is what it's going to be like it's going to be this so that's basically my inspiration. Wow, that's that's really cool. And do you work with your sister at all, or is it is it just you? So we were. So it's really funny because we actually started two like lines before this line together. One was like more vintage, and one we were going to do like more of an upscale line. And we never really. One of them we actually like did the photo shoot and made a website, but we never like felt it. So we never like started promoting or anything like that. This one is the one that like we both felt. But my sister, who had literally, as when I launched this company, just had a baby, was like, Sippy, honestly, I just had my first kid, and I don't really want to, like, put my whole entire life into, like, running a business. I want to just, like, enjoy being a mom. And I was, like, totally in the entrepreneurial space. So I was like, I'm going to do this anyway and just use you as inspiration. <laughs> so that's what ended up happening. Aw, well, I love your energy, by the way. I can hear it. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, um, so what would you say so is how would you describe the company so it's really a company for moms like more than just the clothing we really focus on creating a community for moms and you know we laugh together we share a lot of funny stories I try to share a lot of like body positivity things on our social media channels um, and just really support moms I think that there's like a really big lack both just in the world in general and in the world of fashion in support for moms like nobody really talks about like those vulnerable days like right after you have a baby or when you're in which lasts like 10 years, just saying, um, and when you're just tired and overwhelmed and nothing fits right. And so we really wanted to just come in and step in and fill that void. So my focus has really been on the community. That's amazing. I'm sure that, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, I'm just looking at your, your clothes and they're, first of all, I mean, I know I have a friend who wears your clothes constantly and I, I've always, I'm always complimenting them. I'm always complimenting her and they don't look like something that a nursing dress would look like. They look totally fashionable and versatile. 
Well, because that was kind of what we set out to do. We're like, why should moms like be punished like by the fashion world by wearing like frumpy clothes that look like really layery and like not cute? Like, why can't we just have a dress that like has hidden zippers or other contraptions? So that's kind of the fun part for me is like trying to figure out how to make it like technically work, you know, and design it in that way. So that's been cool. So how do how does your design process actually work? Um, okay, so at the beginning, I literally used to just send my factories like pictures and videos of like we would just like glue things together and be like, okay, so we want the zipper to be here. And they totally understood me, which was amazing because it was like we were tissue paper things together just to show them. And I was like, there's no way they're going to know what I mean. But they totally took me seriously. Um, so the design process now at this stage, two years in, is really very determined by our customers. Like they really tell us what they like, what they don't like, they request certain things, and that really determines what we end up making season after season. Uh, in the beginning, it was a lot more guesswork. Yeah, and um, in terms of the the styles, because you do have some, you know, like you, you have like Shabbosic looks and you have right. everyday pieces. So um, is, that's also been like, okay, your customers have said, we want, you know, we need this. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would say that we really prefer our basics. Like that's where we focus more. That's what, I mean, just in terms of like advertising, I wear those more because it's like date, you know, Shabbos, like I'm not as much on Instagram except for after Shabbos. So um, we really do focus a lot on the day-to-day -day wear. And we do Shabbos also, but my passion is the day, the, the casual pieces. Yeah. And I mean, like, for example, I love the snakeskin dress. It's so pretty, so versatile, very on trend. Yeah, it's um, a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun. It's a good one. What What are your favorite pieces? So I personally love the sweatshirt dress that we have and the varsity dress just because they just work well for everyone. Like the silhouette is not clingy, but it still looks so cute on it just has a good shape and it just it works for people who are nursing not nursing pregnant like it just works and um, I would have never guessed that it was really interesting and then our basic is the sun drop which is just a and again that is something that a customer requested she's like can't you just make a simple basic throw-on dress and we were all like really we were like all busy designing all kinds of fancy schmancy whatever and she's like we just want basic, simple, nothing dress. And I was like, that's so interesting. And then I ended up making it. And like, that is, you know, clearly our number one seller because people love just basic dresses that you could dress up, dress down, wear to the pool, wear to a wedding, put on a bell, put on a necklace, uh, you know, wear to the gym, go to yoga. It's just a great dress. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, in terms of now in today's day and age, everyone's looking for that like multi-purpose piece that, you know. Yeah. So definitely, I could see that varsity dress, you know, for sure, <laughs> walking up and down. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, it's so really fun. Is that, does that have the, the, like, snaps underneath it? Yeah, it has some hidden zippers underneath the V, which is so fun because it's just a cute design anyway. So you wouldn't ever think that, but then, like, it has that added perk for someone who may be nursing, and they're like, oh, cool, <laughs> but, like, nobody else would know, so that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. 
So in terms of, you know, fashion and modest fashion, what do you think about modest fashion, where it's going? Do you think there could be more improvements in that area? To tell you the truth, I really am floored and impressed so much every season by my fellow designers. Like, I mean, people who are so creative and make such gorgeous, stunning pieces. Like, every time I go to the store, and like now I know them from, you know, different groups or from seeing them different places, and I'm like, that's so cool. This gorgeous fabric, such a beautiful cut. I just think that the fashion industry has come such a long way, the modest fashion industry, and it's so innovative and so beautiful, and just piece after piece, it's just, it's such a pleasure. I really, I, I'm proud that the modest world has taken it to such a high level, and people could really be so on trend. It's really amazing. Yeah, and um, I mean, it definitely makes it easier to take going from, like, the days of where you had to wear a shell under everything, and right. add, like, five oh, yeah. pieces of fabric. <laughs> Right. Cool. There's so much variety and, you know, even the price points have become so, so diverse. So there's really things in every price point. It's amazing. It really is. And I, I see you have a blog also all about um, motherhood. So what yeah. that started? Okay. So, I mean, there's so much that happens in our brand. Like we also have, we actually just launched a new podcast today. We have two podcasts now. So I have... Um, we have the blog and we have the two podcasts because, I don't know, that's just how I am. <laughs> like I have a lot of stuff going on and I want to share a lot of things. The blog is really a, for the most part, it is a gathering of information from women in our community. Like we'll often ask a question to our community and then just gather their information and put it on the blog. So different ideas for school snacks or lunches, um, I, you know, tips for birth, or I don't even know if we have that one up yet, but we, we just, we frequently ask them questions and just gather them together. And then sometimes we'll just write our own blog post if it's something that we see people are interested in. Um, and that's just been a lot of fun. That's, that's like what I love about the brand is the community and adding more value there. Well, I mean, I think it's really amazing to, uh, you know, a lot of these topics are a little bit like, not taboo, but it's just that it's nice that you're opening up the conversation, I think. Well, again, I think there's not so much written about that stage of life, like pregnancy, nursing, postpartum, prepartum, just there's so many stages that women go through. And I think we focus a lot on um, parenting and household, but there's not much about the mother herself. And that's what I really like to focus on. Like things for mom, like how to take care of yourself, how to be, you know, to like our new podcast now is how to love being a mom, how to enjoy the process and not get stressed out every night when it's bedtime and the kids come out 10 times, you know, um, things like that. That's, that's kind of what we're about. Yeah. So you sound like you're a really busy woman. How do you do it? <laughs> um, okay, so at the beginning, so again, we're only two years old, but at the beginning, I just hustled and hustled, and it was, it was, it really got out of control a little bit. Like you know, when you're a multi-passionate entrepreneur, you just want to do it all. Um, recently, I have taken a huge step back. I've hired more people. I brought on more team, and I've just been. I felt that. By, I, I can tell you for sure that by making more space for other people and doing less myself, there has been so much more room for creativity, for other people to step up, 
um, for it's just been amazing. So honestly, the real answer of how I do it is by stepping back and letting other people in. <laughs> and that's that's not always such an easy thing to do, by the right. way. I know, I know. I, it's true. I know people have a very hard time delegating. For some reason, I never had a hard time delegating. I really <laughs> enjoy it. I love so – I know it's a weird thing, but I, I just – I find people are so creative, and I love to, like, find what people's strengths are and then have them do that. That's just, like, a passion of mine. So if I have, like, an employee or somebody I know that's so good at something, I'm like, okay, I want you to do that. And I just love using everybody's talents in that way. Well, it's true. You know, you like you said, uh, they they're really good at it, and why not? Like, and I'm sure they add. They're adding like a different point of view, so that's yeah. also a good thing to see. Yeah, how that plays yeah, out. yeah. I agree. Like, I never started this brand thinking like I'm the best at this or I know everything. I really don't. Like, I I know that I'm good at like organizing a brand, but like I love having other people doing things and helping out and. It's just, it makes it a lot more diverse. I really enjoy that part a lot. So what have been some challenges that you've faced since starting the company? Oh, my gosh. We've had a ton. I mean, I'm not a designer by trade or by anything. So I had a long learning curve just to understand even just kinds of fabrics, body types, silhouettes. I knew, I really, I promise you, I knew nothing. I really, it's like crazy that <laughs> to think that. Um, so that was a huge learning curve. And because of that, we've had tons of manufacturing issues, like um, things that have, we've, you know, definitely lost a tremendous amount of time and money on different manufacturing things. Um, but, like, I don't know, I always felt that it was a learning experience and that this is, like, a journey. And I would never just say, like, okay, let's just shut down <laughs> unless, you know, there was, like, some crazy reason. But um, we've I would say that we've had we've probably just had the same challenges as every other company and plus just not knowing the fashion industry coming in. So yeah. I mean I could probably think of more specifics, but there are definitely even just staffing issues. I mean, you know, there's a lot the a company goes through so many stages and they go pretty quickly too. So like just to think, wow, we've only been here for two years, but it feels like twenty years, so much has gone on. We've had so many people come through and it's you know, there's been there really has been a lot that has happened in two years. Yeah, and and in terms of the podcast, tell tell me more about that. Okay, so I actually have a podcast that is specific to moms who are entrepreneurs or leaders or professionals, and we talk a lot about uh, mindset and leadership and things like that. And I love that. That's my training. I'm, I do business coaching on the side as well. So that's kind of my training, and I decided to start that podcast like about a year ago. And then only recently I was like, there's really still a void in the company because I'm talking to the entrepreneurial mother, but there's not somebody that's just talking to the mom. And I wanted a podcast for myself to listen to, a parenting podcast who's going to talk about, you know, just different ideas for what I could do with your kids on Sundays and should I vaccinate or not vaccinate and how do I make a better relationship with my kids' teachers and how do I even know which daycare to send my kid out to and should I even send my kid out to daycare and all those kinds of questions. So um, that was something that I really just wanted to have in my brand because we're a mom brand and that was missing. So we just launched that today. I'm not the host. My One of my best friends from childhood is the host and I'm so excited about it. Really awesome. So two so really great that, podcasts. What, what's that podcast called? 
So the new one is called Moms We Got This. It launched today, and it's with my friend Malki Ozeri, and my podcast is called The Stunning Success. Really cool. So we will have to, I'm going to definitely check it out. <laughs> yeah, come over, check it out. I'd so, love to have you. <laughs> yes, thank you. So give me, give me some ideas of, of styling. So let's say, like, take your, your cape top. How would you yes. say to style that? How do you see it? So our cape, top, our cape top is meant to be a very versatile piece that could be worn as a cape, it could be worn as a scarf, and it could also be used as a nursing cover of some sort. So um, we really try to do that with anything that's an accessory, and we actually have a new line of accessories like the cape top coming out very, very soon. So stay tuned. But it's going to be really cool for women at all stages, um, single, pregnant, nursing, grandmothers, everybody. It's just a very versatile new collection coming soon. And in terms of, um, like, I, I'm sure, you know, I, I mean, I hear some moms say, you know, they complain about, like, their whole, like, the like the midsection is hard, you know, after having kids. Um, and so what are some, you know, what are, what, what do you try, what are, do you have any good tips for how to, you know, sure. your best? Yeah, well, okay, I definitely think that there are days where you just want to wear something a little bit looser or bigger. So, like, that's kind of where the sweatshirt dress and varsity dress fit in. And in general, like, we really try to cut our styles in a looser way so it's not, like, very form-fitting. We have a few exceptions to that. But in general, they're pretty accommodating. But there are also things that women can do with any dress that they want to wear and people generally do not like this tip because they're like it's not true I would never do this but wearing a belt makes a really big difference and people are like oh my gosh that just highlights my lip section it really really doesn't by wearing a belt you're creating an illusion of a waistline and it makes you like it makes your whole entire body looks like it look like an hourglass so um, that works really well, especially a thin belt, and or some, but it has to be like a visible belt. And for people who are still like a little uncomfortable with that, or they don't like you know being able to see anything, then even just wearing like a cardigan or a vest with that belt or without the vest also just creates really nice lines. Like it's all a game of lines. So whatever lines you could create on your body, wearing like a longer necklace that's like in a in a V could create these like lines and all these lines are very very flattering so a lot of it is just figuring out a combination that works for you maybe that a scarf you know wrapped around your um your like top area like in a necklacey kind of fashion um would look really nice with a sweater or a vest it's just really a game of lines and I totally agree with you, by the way. I'm a very big belt girl. <laughs> and I, I do People have, are scared of belts. I know. But they're, I don't, they really, you know what? It ties the outfit together. It pulls it together. And it really is flattering. It really is. Yeah, it gives you a defined waist. Um, yes. And you can, like, if it's like a, even if it's like a chain belt or like a fabric belt, you really could play yeah. with like, where you want it to be, you know, how high you want it to go. Um, and I, in terms of definitely, you know, like with a cardigan or like a, like a little blazer, just yeah, drawing that eye, you know, it's all about where you're drawing the eye and like how you exactly. like you set the line. So I think that's very smart. Um, yeah. In terms of like, for example, you have this dress on here, the sun drop dress. 
Yes, that was like our basic best, our basic bestseller because it's just throw on, dress up, dress down. And and you have that cool like the scarf that could be worn as a belt, basically, right? Yes, yes. For the dressier version, we have that. Yeah, so like a gold belt, and that's really cool because it'll cover like it's a thicker belt, so it'll cover you, or you can you know make it thinner. It'll cover all the spots you want. You could do whatever you want with it, drape it, uh, wear it as a scarf, belt. So, yeah, lots of options with that. It's more of a fashion piece. Cause also, like, we want moms to, like, feel beautiful and feel like they're having fun. Like, just because you had a baby recently doesn't mean, like, you have to just wear black or just not, you know, be able to express yourself. Like, you should still have those fun pieces that are exciting for you to wear. So we have a bunch of those, yeah. Wow. And in terms of, you know, uh, the fashion and, and motherhood, where what – what changes would you like to see? I, you could just, you, know, you could the, talk about them separately. Fashion changes in no. fashion. Changes, you know, it doesn't have to be connected, but, you know. Well, in terms of fashion, I do see slowly but surely that, you know, other companies are integrating pieces that are more nursing friendly. Like every season, like my followers will send me like, did you check out this company's piece? Did you check out that company's piece? So it's definitely catching on and people are becoming more aware of it, which is really nice. And again, like the trend is now towards transitional piece. So it's not just for nursing. It's not just for maternity. It's really for any time. It could just also accommodate, you know, pregnant or nursing women. So that I think, I, I do think the trend is going in a good direction. In terms of motherhood, I just wish that moms would feel more comfortable taking care of themselves and just, you know, the hesitation of moms to, um, like, spend money on themselves. Like, I see that all the time. They're like, I'm happy to buy for my kids and for my house, but I feel so guilty. Like, people will literally tell me, like, I feel so guilty to spend on myself. And I'm like, I totally hear that because I was there for many, many years, but the thing is, like, when a mother takes care of herself and feels really, really good, like, her whole family thrives because the more full she is and the more whole she is, the better off her family does because she has so much more to give and she's so much more happy and excited. So I just wish for that trend and moms in general to just be okay with taking care of themselves and prioritizing themselves. Well, I, I have been guilty of that. <laughs> of the, yeah, I think of, we all are, you know. Yeah, and and it's funny because my husband will literally, if he sees me stressed out, he will literally say, okay, Michal, go, go, go out for an hour, go vintage shopping, and come back. Like, like you need, he will just, just, just buy, like, even if it's That's like funny. a $10 item, he doesn't care. <laughs> just like, go and, and come back, you know? <laughs> That's so nice. That's so sweet. I appreciate that. Yeah, that is. And it doesn't is. have to be shopping. I mean, people could just take some time to read a book or just do something for themselves, but just to remember to put and it doesn't even have to be a mother it could be any woman I think women in general just tend to prioritize themselves less <laughs> as opposed to first so yes, definitely oh yeah for sure I mean it, it happens to be that shopping is very therapeutic for me but I mean I love getting pedicures and you know exactly all that, whatever <laughs> it is even if it's taking a bubble bath you know like that a bubble bath or calling um, a friend yes yes for for sure so in terms of the future of your brand, where where do you want to take it? Where do you see it going? Okay, so this is a really big one. Um, 
we have a huge rebrand in the works. Um, we are going to be expanding into a lot more than just clothing in the coming years. Um, I've already, you know, branched out into like the coaching and course um, world, which has been really fulfilling for me because that's my passion much more than. I mean, I love I love the world of fashion, but again, I'm not a designer. So my passion is a lot more in coaching people, helping people, and helping them grow. So we're really trying to – we're going to be melding the two. So it's going to be really interesting, and I can't say too much because it's still under wraps. But we are going to be introducing a lot more products that are both, yes, clothing-related and not clothing-related, as well as a bunch of services within the next six months to a year. So it's really exciting, and I hope everybody stays tuned because it's going to be really cool. Oh my God, I'm super excited. Well, I'm thank very excited. You so much for coming well, on and you know sharing some of your inspiration. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. I'm so glad it worked out. Awesome. Thanks again. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Fashion Detour. I'm available for personal styling and personal shopping. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can always reach out to me through my email, michal at thefashiondetour.com. And on Instagram, you're welcome to direct message me at thefashiondetour for any of your shopping and styling needs and questions. Thank you so much and have a great week. No. Everyone can see your anger is misplaced and I'm gone.